We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today I want to introduce you to somebody who's probably my favorite guest that I will ever have on the podcast and I say that because today I'm introducing you to Mike. Mike is my husband, uh, my best friend in life and um, my biggest supporter Um, but he's also somebody that I have just been really privileged to get to live life alongside. He is an incredible husband, an amazing father, awesome human being, and so I'm excited to share this one that is a little more personal for me and share somebody who means an awful lot in my life. So Mike, thank you for letting me share you with others today. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So um, I have a list of questions. As you know, I work through with all of my guests. Uh, They're all designed at getting to know you, your perspective, your view of the world. There's no wrong answers, so take your time and we'll dive right in. First one is, who do you define yourself as? Um, I would say I define myself as a husband and a father and... um, yeah, I don't know. A worker bee. <laughs> a worker. I guess maybe the values will come in later. Husband yeah. and a father, I suppose, for now. Yeah. That works. Um, I, I'd say I get to benefit from you being a good one of both of those. Uh, next one's easy. What is your favorite food? That is easy. I think my default is always pizza, but <laughs> there's also very little that I won't eat. Very little. It's like maybe three things ever. Um, but pizza definitely is top of the list. I could live on that and have for days at a time. <laughs> Fair enough. And I've seen that. Um, are you reading anything, right? Nothing specific. <laughs> no. Um, I dusted off an old book that I actually just purchased. Not, it's an old book, but not old for me. But I, I read it when I was a kid. Um, Hatchet. And I'm about two-thirds of the way through, just kind of revisiting it and reminiscing. It's it's a good survival story. <laughs> yeah, you're one to usually bring a book when we travel or just have around and usually work through them. So it's always cool. I'm always the one that's like reading the same book for three trips and he's got one done on one plane ride. <laughs> so, um, what would you say is your greatest fear? I don't know. Call me shallow. I don't feel like I worry about much, but something will probably come to me before the end of this interview. But <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. I guess um, along those lines, I guess my biggest fear, or at least hoping that it doesn't come around for a while, is not being able to physically take care of my family. Um, I suspect I have some years before I have to worry about that, though. <laughs> Hopefully. God willing. <laughs> We'll keep you healthy. <laughs> no. Um, what would you say that you value the most? I think besides the, the cookie cutter answers of you and the kids, which I value a lot in top of the list, um, probably more personal. I value downtime. I love having a project on a, like a personal hobby of some sort and just having some uninterrupted downtime 
I value that and I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, your Saturdays, you you yeah. enjoy time to cut the grass, time to tinker yeah. on the motorcycle. Mowing the yard, chasing issues with the <laughs> cycle that seem to always be coming up lately and detailing or polishing on whatever vehicle happens to be working at the time. Fair enough. Yeah. When was the last time you felt joy? Um, I feel like I feel joy regularly. I'm a pretty happy guy. Um, most recently, probably towards the end of my work day on my job site and just seeing just how much duct me and the guy I was working with managed to get up today. It was a great, productive, uninterrupted day. And um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the end result of that. Yeah, and you do. You work with some cool guys and... I, I always appreciate that about you, how you find a lot of like happiness and contentment in like completing what you have before you in a day. And They're great guys. It's like a second family. I see them probably more than you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Hmm. When was the last time you were afraid and why? Probably back when I had stopped drinking and the cost of me drinking previously um almost cost our marriage and i think i was most scared and that's the the last time i remember being that scared was uh when we were working through those things yeah it was definitely a a time i think both of us are happy to not revisit but also like I'd say very grateful for how we grew in our relationship and yeah, we wouldn't be where we are today if that hadn't happened so no I agree and it's cool to see how you've grown and who you've become even more so as a result of that but I'm glad we stuck it out I didn't think I was going to dredge that one up <laughs> would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something <laughs> <laughs> yeah I would say right around that time um yeah working through that with you and um, different people from our church and yeah that was a that was a whole lot of growth in a very short amount of time and um, yeah definitely had my eyes open to a lot of different things that I needed in life and was blind to for a good portion of it yeah it's different like you sharing these is also moments that apply to me too in some ways so it's um but yeah, I, I appreciate people getting to hear your perspective on it and your story on that as well. And just that, like, those times and those changes that for others going through the similar things um, or not sure that they're in them, that, that it, there's another side to it and to work through it. And yeah. Yeah, it's never too late to have your life turned around. I would agree. <laughs> What is something, so this is a question that usually people have a little less heads up on, um, but you have a lot of heads up on this one. Um, what is something you think you and I have in common? The pause here is bad. <laughs> no, it's... Our love for each other. <laughs> Tacky and cliche. No, um... I feel like, I don't know, that pause actually kind of, I think, explains us a little bit. We're really different in a yeah. lot of ways. We we have, we definitely have different hobbies and passions outside of our marriage that I don't think either of us feel like 
we're compelled to do that with each other. Like, I love to go on trips with you once or twice a year. I would not want to go on trips with you <laughs> once or twice a month, but you want to and more power to you. That's great. <laughs> Any more than you would want to build a diesel Suburban into something I never should have. It's That's my thing, not your thing. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, no, I think that's cool. But I would say that I think there's a lot of commonality in, um, well, I hope, actually. I think it's expressed differently, but you, you have a selflessness about you that I admire and I look up to, and you allow me to grow in that way a lot. Um, because of the time I spend with you and the time I get to have with you and the way that you love me and love our girls and just care for our family. So I think in that, like, there's a heart that you have for other people that comes out pretty deeply. And I get to be the benefactor of that. Um, well, yeah. I think our differences definitely balance each other out. You push me to be more of a people person that I wouldn't be naturally, I don't think so. Uh, there's a lot of things I appreciate about our relationship that make both of us better people for being in each other's lives. I would agree. Love that. Yeah, me too. And it takes a lot to balance me out. That's why you're a lot taller than me. <laughs> it's only a little over a foot. Not that big a deal. <laughs> not that big a deal. <laughs> uh, what is something you are looking forward to? Getting my Suburban back. <laughs> Tell me about your Suburban for the listeners here. <laughs> It's a uh, 1997 square body Suburban with the uh, Detroit diesel. I blew it up back in November, and it's been uh, on the road to recovery ever since. Currently, it's out in California getting some uh, really special treatment from a really special guy who specializes in <laughs> these type of things and um, probably be getting it back in a little over a month, possibly. And um, yeah, it's been missed. It's That's kind of my main hobby and it's been gone for better part of a year now so mm-hmm. yeah i'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on that <laughs> it's fair if anybody uh is interested in such things you can reach out to me privately i'm not going to bore you here <laughs> with it it's a lot of engine <laughs> talk that i won't yeah. <laughs> drag you guys no it's good yeah but yes we are both looking forward to that returning so you can have if i can stop sitting here staring at a wall wishing it was here <laughs> yeah that <laughs> Um, on the other end of that, what is something you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? Hmm. Lots of things. Um, yeah, I guess to that end, I mean, sure, I would love for there to be no hunger in the world, but I guess um, I think one of the most detrimental things I've seen in the world outside of broad blanket things like that would be the lack of confidence. I wish there wasn't lack of confidence in people. Not everybody lacks confidence, but there's a lot of people who lack confidence. And I wish there was a way that everybody could just have courage to move forward and to feel good about themselves and to, yeah, not um, not have a low self-worth. Because hmm. I, f- I feel like I've seen more damage done because of that than a lot of other things. I really like that answer. I think it speaks a lot to the way you see yourself now for who you've become and the way you see other people as well and just wanting them to have that ability to like know their value and how they walk around in the world. And I think that's really cool. So yeah. thanks. What would you say makes you feel known and valued? I guess um, 
verbal affirmation every once in a while certainly helps um, at work pay occasionally going up because of work I've done or from effort I've put forward that and that also certainly helps as uh, my dad once said when I was much younger pay is a great motivator um, doesn't have to be the only motivator but it certainly helps <laughs> yeah just having people see that you're putting the effort in and acknowledging that yeah valuing the work you do or valuing who you are yeah feeling like i'm not just a, a cog in a machine like there's something more to it than that I, I appreciate that being verbalized yeah absolutely i think all of us can agree with that right. nobody wants yeah, to be I a didn't cog feel like it was very groundbreaking <laughs> there, but, uh, no but i think that's so much of it is that a lot of us can just say like oh yeah i also think that way and i think sometimes when we share these or i hear people respond to things they're like oh this seems normal i'm like yeah but i think sometimes that's helpful for people to verbalize what feels normal um so this one i probably know the answer to but (laughs) where do you call home and what makes it home to you um don't give our address out i'm just kidding (laughs) little plot of land in tylersport pennsylvania and um it's where my stuff is (laughs) no it's, it's it's where we're putting down roots with each other with our with our girls and um yeah i love it here it's not far from the rest of the family and um yeah not a not a bad spot (laughs) yeah it's a good plot of land yeah we got a nice sunset out back so i'll take that yeah (laughs) nice little walking path nice little shooting range Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm What is something you wish you didn't struggle with? I, it's hard to word it correctly, struggle with. Um, I sometimes feel like I don't have the right amount of empathy that I should have. Like I feel like I know myself better than I know anybody else. And I feel like... I could be callous towards things that I should maybe be softer towards and I don't want to be that way. So I wish I, I don't know if I would say that I, I guess you could say that I struggle with that feeling empathy. Mm. Um, and I don't want that for myself because I don't think that's a good way to be. So working on that, you do a good job of pushing me in that because I don't feel like that's something that you struggle with <laughs> at all. So, um, yeah, just another area that you balance me out, but I do wish that I was better in that area. I think it's something that I've definitely seen you. It's not that your heart's not there. It's not that you didn't used to care, but it's something I've seen you grown a lot and and being able to communicate that empathy that I believe you do have because even just verbalizing and saying like, I want to feel that more like you're, you do feel it and you, I think show it very well. So I think it just shows such a a heart for others and a maturity and and care to be able to verbalize it like that too. I appreciate that's what you see because I know myself better than anybody and it's not always what I feel, but I guess baby steps. Yeah. And we always can be harder on ourselves for what we see than others see in us too. Yeah, that's true. um, On a little bit of that vein, but what is something you used to struggle with, but maybe don't anymore? I would say alcohol dependency. That was a, that was a chunk of years about four and a half years where it started small, got out of control, hung out there for a few years and very nearly 
cost our marriage and certainly did cost a lot of money. And I'm, I'm glad that that's, uh, I'm glad that that's behind us, but yeah, very glad. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Is there anything in that that you would say to anybody else who's maybe going through that or somebody who loves somebody that's going through that, that you would want to share with them? Yeah. Um, I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I was worth stopping. Like I didn't feel like this. This was all about six six years ago. Was about when it stopped close to it. And for the four and a half five years leading up to that is when it was at its worst. And um, somewhere in the middle of that. I recognized the fact that I was addicted to it and within that same vein I kind of accepted the fact that there was nothing that I was going to do about it nothing I could do about it nothing anybody else would be able to do for me about it and eventually that secret that nobody else knew would just come out when I ended up in the hospital because of it because that would have been the inevitable conclusion at some point and um also, having a faith in Jesus Christ, um, and even then knowing and believing who He was, I believed in myself that an all-knowing God could never He would know that I would never turn from that sort of lifestyle. Like He would know that. Of course, He would know that. And um, I believe that it was a lie then. It, it's always been a lie, and um, it was during a uh, a service shortly before Christmas that um, it was almost like he audibly audibly said to me, "Like you got to give that up now." And I wasn't looking for that. I wasn't looking. I was just kind of going through the motions, doing my best to be a good person, and doing what I wanted to do when nobody was looking. And um, it was as quick as that. He softened my heart to truths that I've always known but didn't believe for myself. And in the following years, it wasn't a quick cold turkey. At least it was for a few weeks, but it was definitely a, a rocky road with some slip-ups that you know about. And um, it, was, uh, it was an awesome change, a needed change, and I'm very glad that that opportunity was opened to me which it was always there but I refused to see it thanks for sharing that I know it's something that yeah I know and I know you're open to sharing that and you've always said like if it can help somebody else yeah that's never been more true it's just a little different when I got a microphone right in front of me, so. <laughs> yeah you're definitely not the one that's quick to put yourself out there so like in a, in a large audience sense so this, I appreciate and being able I to share I want to see this. the numbers right now. It doesn't feel like a large audience. <laughs> it's not. It's just that makes it feel bigger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I know you have always had a heart to say like, I've experienced this. This has been my journey. And if it can help somebody else know that it's possible for them or that they're worth fighting for or that their mm -hmm. life is worth fighting for, that you're happy to share what you've been through and, 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 and what, what's changed in your life. And I, I just always appreciate that humility about you and 
an ability to see your own self-worth in that as well so yeah so if you're listening this is a a dear personal um part of my life and part of mike's life that um i know we both care that if you're hearing this and it impacts you and you need somebody to talk to or whatnot reach out to us and yeah we'd love to support you in ways that we can yeah some of the darkest times were definitely when i was in my own head knowing what i did about myself without anybody else knowing and just like feeling like this is who I am and mm. this is a lost cause and that's no way to feel. So I don't wish that on anybody and there's definitely a better way. Yeah. None of us are ever a lost cause. But yeah. What is something you are confident in helping someone else through or with? Happy to and confident are two different things. <laughs> I'm happy to help anybody with what we just talked about. <laughs> confident. That's a word for another time. Um, <laughs> I can confidently teach somebody how to drive a stick shift vehicle or a dirt bike or four wheeler or anything else like that. I can teach anybody how to drive anything. <laughs> <laughs> drive it, fix it. <laughs> fix some things. Yeah. I leave the heavy the heavy fixing to the uh, professionals. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I know many have been on the reciprocating end of learning simple auto auto repairs from you and our girls being some of them i love seeing that (laughs) there's a lot of money that can be saved with some basic stuff like that but yeah for sure (laughs) um all right so i'm pretty sure i know the answer to this one as well i'm cheating with you but (laughs) if i were to give you ten thousand dollars and you have to spend it down to zero in two weeks you can't give it away what are you gonna do with it i would use half of it take the family to lake tahoe my favorite place in the world to vacation to um and then i would use the other half and i would give it to ed burke and have him paint the suburban new paint job huh new paint job yeah to go with the new engine and everything else yeah this car is uh not close to worth what's been in it but it makes him happy so it's worth it (laughs) and still less than the cost of a new suburban yeah (laughs) Um, is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but maybe they're not in a place that they would hear it or receive it for the heart that you intended? <laughs> that would be funny, dropping names. <laughs> um, no, but honestly, I, I, I don't know. Because I feel like if there's something that I need to tell somebody, and to my discredit, whether they're in a heart to hear it or not, I probably would tell them. <laughs> um yeah i don't know i don't really feel like i uh i don't feel like i hold a whole lot back in that regards i think that's one of my favorite things about you and i think in many ways a lot of our relationship and and our relationship with our girls is that we're all really open house we talk a lot and share things and there's no no guessing at what's festering in the back of our minds if there's something going on we talk about it and we get it out there and yeah. yeah i appreciate that about our relationship also yeah for sure yeah i think that does i see you carry that into your relationships with others as well so it feels yeah. on it feels accurate for you <laughs> yeah guys at work feel that sometimes and <laughs> friends feel that sometimes and yeah yeah sometimes to my discredit it's not always the best way but <laughs> it is a way <laughs> <laughs> it works no for sure 
Um, on the other side of that, is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love? Yeah, whether it was true or not, I think coming from somebody that I love, if they said that my actions show that I don't care about them, I think that would be really hard to hear. They don't. <laughs> your actions consistently show how much you care for the people in your life. I hope so. I work towards that, but yeah, you know, there's always self-doubt. There's not always. There's sometimes self-doubt. <laughs> but We're human. Yeah. What would you say makes you feel at peace? I would say it would be on the 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 backside of having a long list of larger tasks that I know I need to get done in the course of maybe a week or at least a, a long weekend and being able to look back after that weekend or week and seeing all those things crossed off and accomplished successfully. That's a really good, peaceful feeling. A little bit of downtime before the next list starts. <laughs> when things start to pile up, I like to make a list so that I can cross them off and I don't forget things because I'll forget what was at the top of it sometimes. But, um, that's a great feeling. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, we were joking the other day that like I was like, I feel like my list is done. You're like, I'm jealous. <laughs> Would you say that your life feels steady or uncertain right now? I'd say it feels steady, very busy, but steady. I don't feel like there's a whole lot of uncertainty to it. Um, yeah, I don't. There's 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 a piece about that. Yeah. I always say you're the most stable part of my life. <laughs> and and you are. You're a steady person in, in life and in how you do things and your ability to be relied upon. But, yeah. So, that's cool. All right. It's always my loaded question for everybody. But um, is there anything you wish you could say to the opposite sex, but maybe they wouldn't normally receive it coming from you? Um, whether it's a compliment, a criticism, an encouragement, or a bit of advice? Probably along the lines of what I'd said earlier about recognizing self-worth and having confidence, um, that they would have a healthy self-worth and confidence because I think, um, I mean, it doesn't just have to be the opposite sex but since that's the question yeah i think um i don't know maybe i could be the one that could say that to the opposite sex and kind of build somebody up with encouragement and hopefully elevate their self-worth but um i guess when anybody is struggling in that area if when any woman or, or girl is struggling in in that area of confidence and self-worth i really really wish that wasn't the case for them and um i would want them to hear that from me and from anybody else in their life they shouldn't ever not hear that they're worthless or that they that there's anything about them that they shouldn't have confidence in yeah. so i don't know that i don't feel like that's really gender specific but i guess it's the only thing that comes to mind at the moment no i actually feel like often those responses aren't gender specific and i think it's kind of cool that when we can think of something like oh i tell that type of person this that oftentimes it kind of comes out as like this is a humanity thing and maybe we can all just see each other a little bit more openly and honestly and it is cool, like, yeah, that confidence factor of, of how that changes people. 
And I think it's easy for a lot of us in society to see women or young girls face that um, in a different way, but men face it just as much. Um, Those that are, however they identify, face confidence issues in every which way. So I think, yeah, and it is cool to see how you you do interact and you do speak that confidence into um, into our girls' lives, into my life, into the lives of those around you. So, yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. <laughs> no problem. All right, so I know you're not a fan of public speaking or being in front of people, but um, if you were to have a large audience before you or um, just a lot of people listening to you, what is something you would leave them with, whether it would be a bit of advice, wisdom, a life lesson, what is something you would share? Um, I would say if you're on the verge of a big decision, whether it's job, career opportunity, or anything like that, if you're going back and forth, I would say go for it. Like, take that leap of faith and just do it. I feel like um, I feel like you and me kind of have lived out the past. 10, 12 years along those lines. And I think the good far outweighs the bad in that sort of mindset. And again, I guess that kind of plays into just have confidence in who you are and what you're capable of and wing it kind of. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know we've kind of joked before that we're like, we're going to run full force through whatever door. And if God doesn't want us, he'll slam it in our face. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. And even with, me being more of like a like to be around the house have like my my job be at a more like a, a set thing it's it's a little different than what yours looks like but i'd say in in yeah i'm i definitely would still have the mindset of like go for it if you're on the fence don't wait i agree i love that i think that's great advice so yeah if you're listening um don't be afraid to take that advice Mike thinks that you are capable, worthy, and worth it, and go for it. If you don't know how to do something, once you take that leap, you're going to learn. <laughs> we'll figure it out. That's true. Yeah. The world's a big place with a lot of people who are willing to help. You'll get there. I love that. I agree. What is something you wish people knew about your culture, however you would define your culture? I think that there is a lot of opportunity in this culture. I do believe that we live in one of the best countries in the world and certainly has its faults, certainly has its problems. No denying that, but there's a lot of opportunity here and it's worth it and I'm proud of it. And I wish that everybody could experience that type of freedom and opportunity. I I don't think that anybody should be excluded from that. And, um, if people could see it for what it is and not get at each other's throats politically on one side or the other and just love America for what it is and for what it was started around and freedom from oppression, the ability to make your own way and have a career, have a business. Um, all these things are wonderful things that are still very much true and relevant today here and I just wish that everybody would have the opportunity to experience that yeah I agree yeah there's so much that we're just 
for dumb luck of being born here that we get mm-hmm. to experience that so many others it don't. Re- yes, that's very true. I, I I recognize how fortunate I am for having been born here, and I know that the majority of the population of the world, that's not the case. And again, I, I just wish that they did have that opportunity. And whenever I have the opportunity to facilitate that in any sort of way, I hope that I would. Yeah. No, I think that's cool. What is something you love about your culture? Probably all those same things. I, I love the opportunities, I think. Um, to, to sum up that, I would say I, I love the opportunities that um, my culture affords in any single direction that you want to go. You can pretty much go and run with it. Yeah, a little hard work or a lot of hard work. <laughs> yeah, it's usually a lot of hard work, but all things worth doing are worth working towards or something along those lines. It's no, not my own quote, it's somebody that's, else's. But that's said accurately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is there anything about your culture that you're not proud of? Yeah, there's definitely some history stuff um, that gets swept under the rugs and um, I haven't looked into it enough, but it's certainly something that picks at the back of your brain when you know something about how things started and um, wish that people's mindsets had been different. Um, For me, more specifically, would be the way Native Americans were treated. Um, I understand, to an extent, the idea behind conquering nations and, and countries expanding their boundaries and all those things that happen everywhere not just america but there was ways that i wish it had been done differently and i wish that there had been respect um however that would have looked i don't know i'm not going to pretend to be an expert on any of that because again i haven't looked too deeply into it but um i can certainly say that there was some shameful things that were done in the way that that was gone about on my mom's side, um, quite a few grands, this is my great or great, quite a few greats, great, 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 great grandmother was a uh, an Indian princess, I believe. And um, my mom would be able to confirm how many greats are in there. It's a, it's a very minuscule portion of my bloodline, but it it is. Yeah. yeah, just that factor that it's like, okay, even that is a part of your bloodline. And, yeah. and I think I called her an Indian princess at that's probably not even the right way to say it, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, it's neat. It's neat to see yeah. your heritage come together of your grandfather coming from Germany and mm-hmm. yeah. your, yeah, on your mom's side of being a little bit more tied to the roots of this country as it was before. And so mm-hmm. I think it's just neat to, to see that mix of, of culture coming together. Yeah. Native American, German, Pennsylvania, Dutch on my dad's side and. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love all of it. Yeah, that's good. Do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, definitely um, to be a husband and a father and to basically just uh, be everything that I'm intended to be as uh, as I was created to be serve the God who created me and um, do that to the best of my ability. It's not perfect, but certainly do try. Yeah. Mm. 
That's cool. I get to see that lived out in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, and the way that you love our girls, and I've said in the way that you partner in life with me, it's truly 100% and 100%. It's not half and half. It's showing up, and yeah, and the way you do that, it's cool. And I think getting to see you grow into, continue to become uh, the man that you are purposed to be and pursuing the best version of yourself is it's a gift to me in that way too i love to see that so yeah it's cool to see that purpose so i know that you don't much to my dismay no <laughs> but um i'll ask anyway uh, do you have a favorite tattoo and if so why i have no tattoos and i have nothing against tattoos whatsoever there's definitely some designs that i think would be nice <laughs> but when it comes to plunking down money for something like that, it always goes back to, well, wouldn't that be better spent on the Suburban or the motorcycle or any other thing like that? That is way more important to me than a tattoo. It always boils down to that for me. <laughs> I always joke. I like them, so I always joke someday we'll get you one for a present for me. <laughs> and then I'll always be bothered that we spent money on that rather than the thing in the garage yeah probably <laughs> fair enough and it'll be permanent yeah uh, <laughs> um what is something you've accomplished that you're really proud of i would say where i currently am and going in my job i think that that's a that's definitely an accomplishment because i've done a lot of different things but i've been at this job for 11 years I have no intention of going anywhere and um, started out as green as can be went up through the apprenticeship and uh, now have some seniority and some leadership responsibilities and I can continue moving up from there and I intend to and it's it's been great and I feel like I can be proud of what I've done I can be proud of what I accomplish on a day-to-day basis and um, yeah it's a good feeling and I'm I am quite proud of it and I enjoy giving other people the opportunity to also be working in the company and maybe even with me. I, I love that because it is, it's a great, it's a great career field. It's a great job. It's rewarding. Um, it's very hands-on, but you can go home tired, but feeling accomplished at the end of the day. It's, I'm quite proud of it. As you should be. Yeah. You work very hard and I know I'm not the only one who said this to you. I know friends have before that, it's admirable the way that you take pride in in your work and what you do in the consistency of it and the way you show up for the guys you work with and and I think even just the relationships you have with them as well. I know they would say the same thing. I get to know some of them as a result of your relationship with them and yeah, I know the impact you have there. Um, it means a lot and I think it's really cool to, to witness that and yeah, something you should be really proud of, both in that and in and how well you do your job and how you've grown in that and the value and asset you've become to to your company. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, so thanks. I'm proud of you for that too. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, so you made it, <laughs> but I really appreciate um you just I'd say taking the time, but um yeah definitely taking the time, but opening up because. 
I know it's not your first cup of tea to sit and share your life with everyone at, all at once, one-on-one for sure. I know you're always open to that. Um, but I really appreciate the opportunity to just share um, the most important person in my life with everybody else. So, um, But is there anything else you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you? No, most of it, most of it is in this interview, and uh, I guess doing this interview was inevitable at some point. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad, though. I didn't mind it. <laughs> That's good. Not too much torture. No. Yeah, people have said, they're like, when are you going to interview Mike? And I was like, well, you know, we'll give him some slack for a while, but we've been asked enough. Maybe so a little over a year. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, um, I really appreciate you, and obviously in so many ways, um, it's the the person you are to me and the person you are in my life and the relationship I get to have with you and to be that person for you as well. So it's an absolute honor for me to be able to share people, share you with other people. And uh, thanks for, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to this world. My view, your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life, or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.